Okay, we're live. So this is the uh, first unsanctioned Swarmcast. And uh, we have some ideas to throw around. I'll go ahead and introduce uh, some of the people on the podcast. We got uh, Young Human. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Good. And then we got, day in the life. Of course, we got Warren Buffett. Is that what you go by these days? Warren on? Buffett, huh? Yeah, it's fine. Warren Buffett's good. <laughs> yeah, if you guys like, got any other Warren. like plugs or any other uh, names you guys go by, go ahead and feel free to uh, plug those at any time. But yeah, basically the point of this um, podcast will be just to talk about some tinfoil hat uh, subjects, whether or not um, we, we were kind of discussing maybe it might be nice to maybe uh, call out some of these uh, tinfoil hat gas, guests at some point. Um, of course, be respectful. We love tinfoil hat. This is why we're starting this thing. But um you know, maybe give some alternative ideas as to what happened. And, of course, we're going to be going over some McAfee stuff as well, right? There's some good shit coming out of that, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, let's kind of start with that a little bit. Um, so, McAfee dies in Barcelona. Um, first of all, let me ask you guys, how hard do you think, if you had millions of dollars, how hard do you think it would be to bribe a security guard and fake your death in Barcelona, maybe even find a fake body. We'll start with you, Warren. What do you think? I think it'd be pretty easy, especially especially in Barcelona. I mean, if, if Epstein could do it, I don't see why anyone else couldn't. Yeah, like, I feel like the, the term uh, Epstein didn't kill himself is like a huge psyop. Like, if you ask me, Epstein's still fucking alive, dude. Like, I don't like this whole... Even, like, oh, yeah. the tinfoil hat shirt, it says Epstein didn't kill himself. I'm like, I don't like that. Epstein's still alive should be the shirt, really. Because we saw those pictures. I'm sure <laughs> you guys have seen those pictures, right? Of the nose and the ear. Yeah. How crazy is that inner ear lining, dude? I'll, I'm going to pull that up in a few minutes, but how crazy is that inner ear lining? It's so fake. But, yeah, what about you yeah. doing, like, a... What do you think? Easy or hard? I think it's be it, well. I wouldn't compare it to Epstein right off the rip. It's definitely a little different. I would say that it's a lot easier to do that in a place in like Spain than it would be to do in the U.S. And he was facing extradition to the U.S. for some pretty serious charges. So, because they were going to hit him on tax evasion, pretty much lock him up in prison. And I'm sure he was already saying that he had stuff on people. So. If I were him, I mean, he also, he put out a tweet, too, that said, what, I have friends, I have friends in jail, everything's all good. Yeah. He put that out. I mean, he's, yeah, so, I think both things are equally as likely, which could be, we could just, we're going to speculate on it anyway, but it's like, he either could have faked his death, or killed himself because he doesn't want to live the rest of his life in a U.S. prison, or he got whacked. I mean, because, again, the same way it'd be easier to fake your death in a Barcelona prison, it'd be a lot easier to get someone whacked in a Barcelona prison, too. So that's the well, I don't, I don't quite understand how they got him just now on tax evasion. I mean, he's been knowingly avoiding... Like, that was the big thing about him, is he hasn't paid his taxes in, like, I don't know, five, ten years or something. So, like, why is it just now they're gigging him on tax evasion? Well, trying I, to send him back to the U.S. I have a theory yeah. about that, but if you have one young yeah. human, go ahead and tell me. I, 
I, I don't. Well, this is so, it. like, look at uh, Al Capone, right? Al Capone did a lot of bad things exactly. for a lot exactly. of years. And what do they oh, get yeah, him on? Yeah. Dude, the IRS <clears throat> is cool with you paying them money for illegal shit. And they won't, um, they won't go after your ass. Yeah. They won't report your ass. Now, if the government goes in and starts looking at this shit, then they might go up, go after your ass. But if you're doing some illegal ass shit, it's sort of at this point kind of like a known thing that like as long as you pay them their portion, they're cool with it, dude. And and like think about this too. It's like if you're, it, it's not only um, paying off people. It okay. The, I'm trying to think of like how to put position this. Okay, so everybody's got like we're at a point where everybody's got like crypto wallets and shit. I think it's like a little too convenient too that like they were supposedly going after his you know crypto wallets that he says yeah. he didn't have. Also, did we ever get a picture of oh. him like? Like he's posting all this shit in on Twitter and and on Instagram, but like, how do we hundred percent know it's him? How do we know he hasn't been dead for a long time? These are all valid questions. Like, if we saw a picture, great. Now his wife seems to think that he was alive, so you know she might be playing playing some games too, because I don't know what that deal is. But you gotta understand this guy, this guy's software, and he was in charge of of it for a long time but this guy's software was on like every single fucking computer for years so you know he's got to have dirt and like some of the reports coming out and we'll get into this but some of the reports coming out about him now saying you know going at having some dirty shit against snowden is interesting um and we're we're only getting like the mainstream media is only going to cover Snowden's side, which is like he thinks Julian Assange is next. That's what Snowden thinks. But like people are not talking about the oh, part of all that where, where like you know, the only reason they're bringing up Snowden is because McAfee's old tweets were saying some shit about you know Snowden being, you know, a psyop basically. We already know his parents are intelligence. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think that's pretty well known at this point. Or like a lot of people, at least have that as a likely partial to his story. Like, there's no way that's not part of the reason why he is where he is. Um, yeah, as far as the Twitter stuff goes, there's no way to prove that's actually him. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff. If you think about it, man, people have really been conditioned to take things that should not be taken as credible sources or statements as statements of credible sources. So, like. You see this rampant in the crypto community where people are citing tweets of like random people. Yeah. They're like, "Look at this graph I drew," and it's like, "Look yeah. at all these like," and it's it's madness. So what and you're so saying, it's like, so what you're saying is, Valley of the God is full shit with this chart, daddies, right? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that, but there are a lot of people like um, that are trying to, you know, they're, they're just drawing conclusions out of thin air based off what they want to be true. And now we're in an age where everyone's their own media, multimedia producer. So, like, one person could literally come up with slides on slides of evidence for anything, you know, and make a pretty decent case for it with low resources and all that. So I just, I do keep that in mind. Um, I mean, did you guys see the John McAfee interview with uh, Shane 
Matt and Shane. Oh, I yeah. think that might have been his, I don't know if that was his most recent interview, but like, you know, in that interview, he was pretty like, he felt, it seemed like he was on one, mm-hmm. you know, and he was having a good time. Going back to your point about the um, having his software on like every corporate computer, all this stuff for years. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of alludes to the fact that he might have had a backdoor to a lot of systems, and that would lead to, oh, yeah. you know, blackmail, webcam footage, all types of shit. He might have had a, a catalog of stuff because, you know, that whole thing that got removed or whatever that little post that was saying it was like thirty-two terabytes. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of shit. That's like, that's an absurd amount of material. If that's really, re- if that's I mean, real, so. Yeah. I mean, it would fit his personality if he had some kind of crazy backdoor and oh. antivirus software. Yeah, and, you know, do you guys listen so. to? Um, shout out to No Agenda too, but mm-hmm. the um, they they talked about this week how because um, John uh, Dvorak is definitely he's a IT guy, computer guy, and he was talking about since back or a writer about it. He was depending for whatever. So, but he was talking about how a while ago when McAfee really was getting on, he was doing all this blog posting about viruses now viruses were going to be the end of computing as we know it and as he's developing the antivirus software and so there's a lot of people in computers or just tech in general that have been in it for a while that kind of thought that he was probably behind a lot of the viruses that people ended up seeing Mm -hmm. but and it's kind of funny because you know i don't like bill gates but bill gates pretty much gets all the bad rap for that you never really hear mcafee's name mentioned which has seemed like He would be an obvious picture of that as well. But, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, the whole thing, too, is like, I, if I was Tim, I'd want to fake my death. Also. If, if, if one-fifth of that shit is true, I would want to fake my death. So. He is the type. I just, I want to know, like, what, what kind of dirt would he have on Snowden? I mean, what, what do you think he could possibly have or well that like he was that he something was that's espionage yeah that like he Worthy. was basically okay to take whatever he took and like we already know that his family is intelligence so yeah. it doesn't take that and like and we look i'm not going to hold on Who, who's in chat right now oh that is a uh that's leo i believe oh i think here yeah he might mute himself Sorry. So yeah, like it, it like um. So, look, NSA, FBI, CIA. We all know they're all crooked in some manner. Like we need a legit, or at least somebody in all those organizations is right. crooked. In some manner, they're That's all the exactly. Like I have some faith in the military. Some faith in these intelligence organizations. Some more than others, some less than others. Like for for example, like the FBI, I have no faith in the FBI anymore. Anything I I hear from the FBI, that was like Hoover. Hoover created it. Well, I mean, look, I mean, uh, the CIA was created by uh, the older Bush, and it like it was. It it's all the same shit. Like CIA has more open borders. Um, like they have, they have access to more of like the open borders. FBI has got more access to everything that's going on in the United States. I think that's part of the reason why the FBI and the CIA don't get along as much because 
this they're yeah it's, it's a jurisdictional thing yeah and they're kind of reluctant to share information with each other and the nsa like literally gathers all the airwaves every fucking thing you're listening to all goes through the nsa oh yeah and the fbi would love that every, information everything that goes to the internet Even this. <laughs> yeah i mean anything that goes right so so anything that goes through the internet goes through the nsa as well so like FBI doesn't have that privilege, and I think they they hate the fact that they don't have that privilege. So, you know, the real question is, you know, is Snowden, is he controlled? Who knows? Um, I mean, even Joe Rogan, not Joe Rogan, but like even Sam brings this up a lot of times. It's like, dude, this guy's supposed to be in an undisclosed location in Russia, but like his fucking internet connection is perfect every single time yeah. no issues yeah. and i'm not saying he's not in russia but but we know what happens like when you have really good internet service that means that like you probably don't have all these securities in place because we know what it's like even if you just run a simple um a simple what is it called uh um vpn yeah if it's simple vpn you know how much slower yeah. it is when you connect shit and how much Issue, oh, how many way, issues yeah. it causes, right? So, like, just yeah, that idea. Yeah, have something way better, hopefully. You'd hope. Yeah, I mean, you would hope, but, like, you know, so, anyway, the point is, you know, it's like, um, to me, I feel like Epstein didn't kill himself as a PSYOP. I feel like Epstein's still alive. Um, I don't know if McAfee, AK-47, or AK- in the chat was saying um he agrees with me that um he thinks that epstein's still alive but that McCa- McAfee's probably dead mcafee's probably dead and i tend to agree with him that i i tend to think that too that he is probably dead but you know i wouldn't put it past um i wouldn't put it past them to just disappear him it's just so much easier at this point to just Pretend somebody's dead. Everything gets dropped. You fucking change your face. You go live in Middle Earth, Pindar. Who knows? Go live in beautiful South. <laughs> go live in the beautiful North of Antarctica. Argentina. Yeah, South, uh, South uh, Argentina, North of Antarctica, and just live out your go days. Go hang out with Tupac and. And, yeah, go live with all the fucking all the other rich cocksuckers that like you know with Saddam Hussein and <laughs> all those other cocksuckers that yeah. like took a deal. People... Go on. Not for nothing too, but it's like you could just be like, like I think that because everyone always says like you know these people die, they fake their death, they live on an island somewhere super far, hard to get to. To me, I'm just like with the way shit is now, you could easily just be in an estate somewhere in California and getting groceries delivered. Nobody would fucking know. Like, you put on a hat and a wig, and if you need to go out, it's like... Yeah, they would Oh, by the way, Big Perm, if you want to come in, go ahead and come in and talk anytime. We're live, by the way. So just so you know, Big Perm, baby. Hey, by the way, how you doing? Uh, uh, You know, are the little perms doing well? All right, little perms doing well. Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Hell yeah. Hey, what's going on? Hi, dude. How's it going, big guy? What up? Doing well. How you guys doing? Great, great, great. 
so I just wanted to, I just wanted to like uh, bring this up that like this is not an official anything to do with tinfoil hat cast. This is not the official anything. No official Discord. Nothing. The only reason we you know made one is because uh, part of the Cash Daddy server. You know, a lot of people flocked there after the tinfoil hat Discord channel got taken down. So a lot of people flock there and, you know, we kind of don't want to mix the two conversations because of the, you know, for obvious reasons. So this is just unsanctioned. Good talk. The only reason we made a second one is because we do want to kind of like invite people to uh, the channel and start growing it back up. I feel like and I think most people kind of feel like that, like um, the discord went through an unfair stage during um, the election where the tech overlords were, you know, uh, censoring uh, everybody and um, really kind of uh, going a little heavy handed on every little thing. So every little thing was getting removed for misinformation, disinformation. That's not even why the server got cut. It got cut for like some stupid reason, like people were arguing and being bullies or whatever. So we're going to just kind of try and build everything back up. Um, just uh, so that's pretty much it. All right. Who we got over here now? Oh, Leo. All right. So, Leo, you're more than welcome to join us. We're, we're just talking about whatever. Obviously, keep the uh, racial slurs to a minimum. <laughs> minimum. Oh, he, <laughs> he fucking <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty funny. Anyway, so we were just basically talking yeah. about McAfee Big Perm, and uh, maybe you can tell us some of your thoughts on it. And I was kind of uh, stating the fact that, like, I kind of feel like Epstein didn't kill himself is a little bit of a psyop. Like, I think Epstein's still alive. So the fact that, like, you see Epstein didn't kill himself is kind of like a perpetuation of what the elites kind of want us to say. So it's okay when we say Epstein didn't kill himself. But, um, so I, well, to, to go off that point for a second, the whole Epstein didn't kill himself thing did seem a lot like a marketing campaign. When you look back at it, I remember seeing like things in stores that were moved around, like 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 you had candles with like, a letter or something, and people were moving around and say Epstein didn't kill himself. It became like this whole weird viral campaign. In, I think we've all seen things get squashed online that don't seem to be that obviously important. So when you see something like this go viral with influencers, you're just going to be like, come on, man. Yeah, that's how they kind of downplay it. It just gets turned into a meme. And then anyone who wants to try to take the research seriously is kind of laughed at. And as much as um, I really do think, especially in FCS case, of course people wanted him dead. It's a lot better for him to be dead yeah. than alive. But when you yeah. see like them set the shit up where like they have that jacked up, you know, ex fucking cop who killed a bunch of people, be his cellmate, and they like made so many obvious like lead ins to it, almost like it was a bad movie script. Right? Where it's like they gotta set up yeah. they gotta make this somewhat believable. And we still haven't gotten any clarity on those guards, right? Who just fell asleep or okay. whatever. So yeah. somebody in chat bring up, bring up, uh, brought up a good point, which was uh, Liz. They say that um, Elon Musk, you know, could be um, on the same 
trajectory as uh, McAfee. I mean, if if you believe, if you believe, maybe that's why he's acting crazy. Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is. If you believe that that McAfee was killed by the government, you got to believe what? What do you believe? Why would he be killed by the government? And some of the answers is they owed him money. Doubt it. They probably didn't owe. Most people don't care probably that they owed him money, but maybe certain individuals within the government owed him money. Yeah, would you say there, bud? That's how this is going. What? He left. Okay. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, as as long as he didn't say the N word, so we're good. So. <laughs> so it's a good. Hey. So yeah, what were you saying over there, big guy? Yeah, Mister Mustache. Oh me. Yes, sir. Oh, I lost. I lost everybody there for a minute. So we were saying um, that with Elon, um, if people if people are going to trust the government and say that okay for, there's two sides to this so i'm sure there's some people out there that still think he committed suicide and you know what arguably so i mean the guy was 75 he was a recluse he wasn't some normal motherfucker i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, if, drugs. look i'm sorry if, if a mother mother even no matter how many times i came out and say i would not kill myself no matter how many times I said that the people that know me best and know how fucking crazy I am, we'd be like, yeah, I totally believe it. Honestly, like he's fucking crazy. He might've done too many drugs one night and fucking killed himself. Yeah. Like people would just believe it. So like with McAfee, like I'm not ruling that out, but if you want to, we're taking the official corporate media and I don't use the word mainstream media because that just gives them power. The corporate media press, if if we go by their analysis, it's like he killed himself. Why? Because he was going to be extradited to the USA for $4 million. That's why. And he was going to be in jail for probably yeah. not that long. So. Oh, yeah. So what? what so, it's a white collar crime. I mean, it's that, a white, I mean, from exactly. one jail to the next jail. Yeah. They're not going to put him to no, you know, fuck me in the ass jail. It's true. No. It's true. Well, <laughs> I honestly think, though, yeah. he could have easily been... He, he might have known that he would be going to like a way harsher facility if he knows that he's been broadcasting. He has blackmail on government officials. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the type of shit you die on an underground base for. Wasn't there a dead man switch with, like, 81 terabytes of freaking information that's supposed okay. to be released? We'll I saw 31. There's but, some, there yeah, we'll is some information, that. supposedly... Now there, there. I'm. There's a lot of misinformation coming out already, and there's a lot of fake agent out, fake agents out there saying some shit like some some somebody on Twitter even tried to uh, compare the 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 shit that happened in Florida where the building came down. Somebody tried to fake a tweet of his from earlier this month saying that like he had 32 gigabytes of storage um, at that basically at that hotel. And it, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. A fake tweet, it's fake. Though, yeah, it's fake. What I saw was his, can put, his can son stuff in there. Right. So, so my point is that like we're already getting the fake info. 
Where whereas like yeah, exactly. it yeah. usually doesn't take this like usually takes a lot longer for the fake info to come out. And like this is coming yeah, out we... right away. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. It's the same thing with the it's the same thing with the UFO stuff, right? So we were it was taking uh, 20 years before we were getting uh, UFO info. Now we're getting in two years. Now they're sending us info of fucking um, stuff that happened in 2018 in Long Beach. Like that's unheard of. Um, so and then now. So and, and also part of that has to do with the fact that. So he, this will go on. We'll, we'll go on to the next uh, topic on this, which is like sort of like censorship. And we're going to move on to a few things like Flat Earth aliens and things like that which is like or just like as they come you're gonna keep doing more live chats uh, like tonight i'm gonna we're gonna talk about this right now oh gotcha yeah yeah, so the topic right now is gonna be so youtube removes all alien content that's like and then they this is before we get the conservative um censorship so we get the yeah. alien censorship first and a lot of and then and then the Q stuff comes later, but really the first level is the alien stuff. So and if you don't if you don't agree, I would just say look at channels like um fuck I can't remember the name anymore because it's been so long since I watched them on YouTube. Um, but like sec- um, secure channel or something. Yeah, sec- yeah, secure team ten. Yeah, that's they're like the, one of the first ones. Dude, they were putting out some great videos. Some great fucking videos. Whether or not you believe them or not is a whole other thing. But they were putting out some legit. They're back up too now. They're back. Yeah, they're back. But after, but their shits like been decimated. Um. Yeah, he's no... been he's been whacked like three or four times. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, he gets a million or two million. They they drop him back down to one hundred twenty five thousand or whatever the fuck. Same thing with Coast to Coast. Look, whatever you believe about Coast to Coast, I personally think there's a lot of psyop bullshit on Coast to Coast, but you have to look at their channel, and their channel has been at 300,000 followers for like three years. And it finally just broke like 400,000 followers recently. And like when you're, you know that when you're at that, you know that when you're at that level, you, you can see the growth stop dead in their tracks most of the time. So look, they they cancel all the UFO videos, and then they start censoring the Q stuff, and then they start censoring legit just conservatives. Um, but then we start seeing we start seeing um UFO videos coming on from CNN and MSNBC, and it's like, how do you justify this? Like, how how is somebody not suing YouTube or Google or whatever? <clears throat> they don't have the money. I get it. You can't. But yeah, get that's it, probably but, the main one. Yeah, but like that's why we have to revel in guys like James O'Keefe that are like legit going out there yeah. and doing this shit and legit um, going after lawsuits. So, so you know, of all the things I've talked about. What do you got to say, Big Perm? Anything good? I haven't really followed the UFO stuff as much. My one thought on the McAfee thing is he came off to me as he could have been like the Hunter S. Thompson, like live free and die on his own terms type of person. But 
at the same time, he loved to call out everything wrong with the government. And he's been living in, like, on boats and shit in the ocean and, like, streaming from Faraday rooms and shit like that for a long time and basically, like, asking for them to come find him. So, I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if he got whacked. Yeah, that's why, you know, I tend to agree with uh, some people in the chat about um, that he, McAfee was most likely killed. But um, it's just that it's weird that he was, like, the only thing that changes my mind is that he wasn't killed in the U.S. Epstein being killed in the U.S. is crazy. That's like some other level shit where, like, you really need to. You need to be... You got to be up there to, to be able to get that shit. done. You <laughs> need to be up there to get that shit done. Yeah. yeah. This isn't just about two black security guards taking money. This is not just about... There's no way you get a deal like that. There's no way you get a deal like that. Everybody's getting paid off. So... But with yeah, McAfee, and then your cost of doing business is too much. With McAfee, that shit's easy. I mean, you take a fucking, you take the ashes of a pig. Uh, you say, oh, he had, he wrote a will. He once he was dead, he he wanted to be cremated. We fulfilled the will because he's a Catholic. Who the fuck knows? Whatever it is, and who, <laughs> it's it's Europe. It, like you, like you have. It doesn't matter. Like you, there's there's so many things you can do to to circumvent the American, you know, like the American, like, let's just say like, if there's that guy, like there's that one guy in fucking in New York, that's like, he's on the case and he want he's fighting for justice. Like by the time that guy finds out what's happening, this guy's dead and there's a pig body like in his place for his regular body. And like, he's in ashes. Like that's him. him. I don't know what to tell you. That's him. His body's burned. And Loki, I hope that's what happened. Well, with that guy, yeah, but like, no, but that, I don't. I, if he did it outside of the system, then okay, but I just have this feeling that there's no such thing as outside of the system. Yeah. Another angle. Like another angle they could have used it for is just how huge of a supporter he was in the crypto industry. And we all know the government types don't like the crypto industry. And I mean, not that that would be the main reason they'd go after him, but it's just one more, like one more thing they could have used uh, yeah. to put down the industry. Yeah. Pin it, pin it on. See, that's the thing too. It's like, do what? Like I would I wouldn't doubt that this motherfucker was part of tons and tons of pump and dump crews. Like, do I call? I was him gonna bring that up too. Like, is is it a piece of shit for that? Sure. Um, but he's an honest piece of shit. That's what people like about him. I, I believe. Know. No, I mean, if you're doing that, if you're doing pump and dumps on the everyday person, you're not a. You're not. You're not a. You know. You're not a cool piece of shit. No, I'm not saying cool, this. but I'm saying he's 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 open about it at least. You know, yeah, I'm not defending that by any means. But I was gonna say that's the um that was the detail I don't think we brought up yet, that he wasn't just in trouble for tax evasion, he was in trouble for his Twitter account, a bunch of pump and dump schemes, 
where apparently they could illustrate that like, yo, you guys bought up a majority share of these coins and then shilled them and then sold on all the people that bought. So was it pump and dumps for crypto? Yeah, for crypt for a bunch of crypto coins. And it's like so if they can prove that and they can prove like that could have been the straw that broke the camel's back. But they need to at prove this point it. they're trying to get on him about a yeah. chilling for an unregistered ICO too. They that was to a big deal. It. I mean it, it was multiple un- under, under that same tense, then they need to go after Elon Musk also. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Elon should have been fucking... Well, the, S, the, the fact that the SEC hasn't even declared anything against what he's been up to for the past three months is absurd. Like, the idea that he's been able to get away with all this stuff or has not met any resistance is bananas. Because people forget that he got, he got whacked with a multi-million dollar fine just for tweeting, I'm taking Tesla... Public at four twenty a stock when he spoke to Blunt and Rogan. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but it's like twelve million dollars or something like that. Is yeah, but that's like, nothing. He probably spends that much on freaking yeah caviar yeah. every year. That's nothing. No, absolutely, it's nothing. But to think that they couldn't use all the shit he's been up to on Twitter for the past year to get a billion or more is crazy. Like it, well, again, like I don't believe they're an honest agency. I. You know, not going to get into the whole crypto thing, but I feel like the they SEC? do regulate through enforcement, and they're and they're intentionally non-discretionary, so they can regulate through selective enforcement. So it's basically like we can just give the green light to shit that we want to make money on, and we can sue the shit out of people we don't like. Yeah, and but Elon's how, money is government exactly. money anyway. Yeah, his right? companies yeah. don't yeah, earn they're money. Thing, they're just putting it back in the pot, and then he's just like, "Yep, yeah, taking out another loan." For space or whatever, anyway. Well, it's like him and Bezos. They both have space companies and all their money comes from the government. You know, the vast majority of their funding comes from government contracts and everything. We should give it to Bezos for actually building up a company that sells yeah. and moves yeah. product. Look, you know, as, as much as like you want to hate on Amazon, like it's, it's very and well known Empire. that. Like I, I work for yeah. I work for Whammo. Literally, like, I spent a thousand dollars on Prime Day this I, week. I work I work for Whammo. <laughs> if it wasn't for Amazon, Whammo probably like probably would not have been positive in profits last year. And I don't even know yeah. if they were positive or not last year. All I'm saying is that like there's no way that they were positive it, unless we like unless Amazon was on. And Amazon has some strict ass shit as far as like companies so like we still get to we still get to like sell our shit on there okay and like say what you will about all that shit at least at least it's it's sort of like the last bastion of like small businesses now and we shouldn't revel in it i shouldn't revel in i shouldn't be happy that like at least oh at least we have amazon to sell our shit now like i should not be happy our, our, our small business economy is dead. Like when we looked at industry and blue collar work back in the 80s, it was the company like Ford or other companies that like employed blue collar workers that made decent money that were able to support unions and of uh, a one uh, support a family on a single family income. And then what's happened is that 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 the blue collar worker has turned into the small business owner, the guy who owns the machine shop, the guy who owns, you know, the 
the coffee shop or the bakery or the woman that owns the this. It's turned to that. And what they did, they took 32 million small businesses that were doing well and they changed that into 10,000 businesses that are just conglomerates in one fucking year. I'm not going to get into that. We don't want to get into that shit right now about like COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Let's not get into that because everybody's covered that. What I want to get into with you three guys right now is this. Watching Tinfall Hat the past few years, I want you guys to give me some of the... You don't have to necessarily bring up the guests, but I want you guys to give me some of the topics that you kind of think are bullshit, let's say. That like, man, this, you know, this... It doesn't pass the smell test. The first thing that like that we were kind of talking about was flat earth, right? Very easy one. Does it pass the smell test? Is it bullshit? What's the deal with flat earth? A second one is, um, I think one that really pissed a lot of people off was, uh, is history, is all history fake? Now, let me say Tartaria. this. Tartaria <laughs> is a whole other part of it. So, so I'm going to go, I'm going to say this. While all that stuff is happening, right? So, like, um, a lot of it started with, like, this John Bernay Ramsey episode where, like, he says that John Bernay Ramsey is not a real person. And then it kind of goes into all history is fake. And then it kind of goes into t- everything's melted. Now, look, some of this stuff might be real. So we have to make sure that we decipher some of the stuff that's real and some of the stuff that sounds like bullshit. When somebody says all history is fake my first my initial response is this sounds like bullshit but then well that's too easily provably wrong well, but because all you have to do is point to one piece of history that you can validate there's at least one but here's the thing there is at least one you're right but here's the thing we're watching people we're watching people change history in real time right now right this second we're watching people change history so who can I, I ask you guys a question real quick yeah go for it buddy did any of you ever hear of juneteenth before last year <laughs> no of course not. no okay but that that's part of it but that's part of it and it's like um what what is the and obviously like the you know tearing down statues and all that good stuff but like he, but my biggest thing is this: like, same thing happened with QAnon. Same thing happened with um, Flat Earth. Probably there are some truths to a lot of the stuff. And when you go on 4chan and you just believe anything that 4chan tells you, you're gonna get. This is where the like Tataria comes from. Like you know. Tataria, I'm not saying is bullshit. There's some, there might be some truth, truth to like, um, you know, organ, like or like a music and harmony fixing your body mm-hmm. or things. There might be some truth to that, or like how the great melting. Um, so, for example, this is the example I give. Like Randall Cart, we have real quick. Yeah, I was gonna say real quick. It's just important to point out that I think that all the the crazy you know, magnificent things that is talked about with the Tartarian thing is all stuff that comes from the Atlantean myths. So yeah. it's just yeah. and which actually it's, comes it's little from, yeah. pieces of that. Exactly. Interesting from, 
Yeah, and it all, a lot of it kind of stems from like the the hardcore Zachary Sinchin, like uh, hardcore Anunnaki nuts too. A lot of that comes from there. So we have stemmed, like we have the King's List, all right? So we take we go from the King's List to Zachary Sinchin. Now, some of the Zachary Sinchin sh shit like sounds legit. But then when you get to the end of Zachary Sinchin, like he's talking. Is he really talking to Anki? Really? Really? You're talking? <laughs> you're talking to the god, really? So I don't know. It sounds good. It sounds I don't know. Good. I don't know. That's the thing. Like it you're starting you're starting to sound crazy. So I don't know. That's the problem. We are the everyday people. Yeah. So, well, so like if you're gonna believe in those beings existing, it wouldn't be so absurd to think that they would be talking to someone who could translate the work or I their agree. words. I agree. If you if you follow that belief line, I, I never took Zachariah Sitchin that seriously because right. it seemed like a very a very like square way to look at history that almost fits right into like ancient Christian mythology. Right. So Same it's like the there's Dead too many Scrolls. things. Right. Where it's like, well, if you I've heard, I think it might be Graham Hancock that talks about Dead Sea Scrolls kind of being the original, maybe or one of the first things that we can point to that would be the original like baseline code for shit like the Bible. The Bhagavad Gita, all those books, the scriptures. Right. Like, so exactly. Yes. And that kind of does make sense when you start comparing storylines and you start replacing characters exactly. and themes. And you're like, oh, you know, it seems like, like the same story or the same base story. Like really, like when you when you look at so um Matt LaCroix is the guy that I like to look at a lot. And I tend yeah, to think I tend to think that most of the stuff that Matt LaCroix is legit. Because now he's he he has gone through a progression of changing his mind on certain things, and he's fine to do that because he does it in a legit way where he says like, "Hey guys, I used to think that this bag meant uh, mushrooms, and now I think it just means like knowledge in general." And so that's okay because oh yeah, when actually, he says well, I that, to that one. yeah, this most recent one, and like when he says that is because he is now legit looking at stuff like Gobekli Tepe and other places where they show the same symbolism of the bag and the acorn and the other things resulting with the king's list. And he's a big guy of the Anunnaki and stuff like that. But I feel like he's sort of with Zachary Sitchin, like I feel like he likes to talk about a lot of stuff from the beginning of Zachary Sitchin and kind of disclude some of the stuff later on and i don't that's fine for me um so yeah it's like this this mo like sometimes the motive like we have to figure out we have to make sure that people when they're talking about these things that they're not getting paid to talk about it because that hurts the whole yeah. community in general and that's where coast to coast comes in so I'll take any of your thoughts on any of that. I think the problem with just in general, whether it's whatever it is nowadays, you can build up a YouTube channel talking about a subject and start generating revenue. And even before that, it's like, you know, not to say that you wouldn't spend your life work on it because it's meaningful, but if you've spent, let's say, 20 years trying to push a theory or a book and finally it kind of takes off, just like you don't need to be getting a million dollars to just be like, all right, well, this is it. Of course, I believe my things I've been saying for years. And, but, yeah, I, I kind of, even yes, whether... Trust the science. Literally everything, 
everything on YouTube now, even whether it's crypto people, any topic of anything, I just know they're getting money from having, from generating content. So I, have, I always keep that in the back of my head where it's like, whether you're right about this investment or this theory or wrong, Dude, it doesn't it. matter because you're getting views. I saw and I've it with seen people switch up. I saw it with the whole um, Wall Street bets thing. Oh, yeah. That was obvious, like, real early. I saw it with these channels that went from, like, in, literally in front of my eyes, within seven days, this guy went from, without, and I looked on YouTube, I looked on Twitter, I looked on, um, I looked on Twitter, I looked on TikTok, I looked on Instagram for this guy, nowhere to be found, but for some reason, on YouTube, this guy went from 300 followers from when I started following him to about 4,500 in like seven days. That does not happen. Jeez. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's not just 45. If you get, if you buy 4,500 followers, when you go live, you're not going to have two, 300 fall, uh, people watching you. Yeah. It's all Your videos are going to have no views. It's so. going to have zero views. Just like that cocksucker Seth Cedar that tried to um, uh, um, ambush uh, Steven Crowder. That guy's got a million viewers, but for some reason he's only got 7,000 views on a lot of shit, or 40,000 Like, exactly. if you've got a million views, yeah. you're getting two, three, at least, you know, 100,000 views on some of your shit. You know what I mean? So, it's all exactly. fucking fake bullshit. The only time you see the followers go up in numbers like that is when they get the rub from somebody else's podcast. Like, they went on another podcast that had a lot of followers. That's what I thought, too. But, like, some of these guys that, like, were pushing silver. Like, these guys were pushing uh, silver during the initial GME strike. And I'm like, this guy is funded by somebody for sure. And now you can't find him. Now he's not posting at all. Because like he he did his like because the 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 paycheck stopped coming. It's the same thing with Antifa. It's the same thing with Ant. It's like th you see a lot of Antifa rallies for a long time when they when they're needed, and then they die off because the paycheck stopped coming because nobody gives a fuck anymore. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, no, it's, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of channels like that on YouTube I run into where they'll have like a million subscribers, but their videos all have like two thousand, three thousand views, like yeah. no traffic at all. Exactly. So it's you know, either they're bought or, I mean, even if you get a huge boost from going on a popular podcast, if you're not getting engagements, there's no point. I mean, what's the point of having a million subscribers if videos get two thousand views? You know. You might as well only have 10,000 subscribers at that point. That whole thing with H3 was kind of stupid, too. That was, uh, I don't know what happened. Like, I used to love his channel. Like, early on, I loved H3, yeah. but he's just kind of devolved into this, like, douchebag after, you know? We know just, why. We, I don't because know. I can't he, watch him. Anymore. No, because he had a meeting with the um, president of Google. And at, everything after that, all the shit turned into pro-woke yeah. shit. And so I'm sure a lot of it had to do with, like, he had lawsuits. So he was smart, actually. He was a guy that was in our position, right? And was like, our shit's getting shadow banned. We're getting flagged. 
what do we do? We got to sue. Well, once you sue, that's when you get involved with, you know, all right, well, you know, let's um, make sure that this comes to a good outcome. Let's try to settle. Basically, they just, it's the YouTube form of settling. They said, do this, do this, do this, and you'll be fine. And they did. And now they are telling you to not think for themselves. And it's perfect because they come from a gaming background yeah. where all that is already baked into it. Yeah, like the whole thing, the whole model, it's structured all to get sponsorships. And it's right. all for just to be more accessible for brands and advertising. You see all the people basically, oh, I'm just for the algorithm and they're trying to... Like, they're totally playing the game. Even though it's funny to me, like, because as someone who's tried, who's done the math on all the streaming payouts, YouTube pays you the least out of any streaming platform. No, that's much not true. Pay. No, that's not true. Well, it's not true? Well, no. when you add in the ad revenue, it's different. Well, what's the thing for a stream? No, well, okay. It's, well, here's the thing, like... Well, maybe I'm wrong, but my, I thought it was point zero zero one cents per stream I'm, if i'm wrong about that tell me well okay it, it might be that but the thing here is that it's not necessarily about all right first of all none of these platforms like rumble or BitChute or twitch twitch is different twitch is a whole other thing twitch is first of all twitch is more right now involved in censoring um music so they're they don't want the music to be to get in there their thing is that like you can be an affiliate much easier than on youtube youtube is very hard to be an affiliate you have to have a thousand subscribers take for what you want like it's very i'm i've been on youtube for 10 years and i still don't have a thousand subscribers i'm 200 subscribers away so if you're watching right now please subscribe to my channel but I'm about 200, no, 200 subscribers away from being able to apply for the partner program. And then it's not just about that. Let me just give me one second. It's not just about that. It's about it's you have to have, you know, uh, 40,000 viewing hours and a thousand subscribers in one year, one calendar year. So if you miss one mark and don't make the other, then you don't get it. On top of that, you become part of the partner program, but then you have to reach a certain number of users in order just to accept super chats, which is the weirdest thing to me. And this they take is, a crazy percentage of that also, right? If you get to the point where you're getting super chats, that means that, they're, that YouTube's only taking a percentage of your super chats. So, like, if you get a $20 Super Chat, they're only taking, like, $2 of the, and you're getting $18, which is pretty good. To get accepted yeah, into that bad. program is very, very difficult. But once you do, you're making bank. And same with, with Twitch. So, if I get a sub with Twitch, they make $250, I make $249, okay? So, I always heard that Twitch took a lot of money from that's 50 percent streamer that's for that's for subscriptions so they allow the subscriptions that's for people who want to sub to my channel so if you want to follow me you can follow me for free but if you want to sub to my channel you have to pay and all you get really is 
my channel, no advertisements, and a certain amount of emotes that you can use on any yeah. channel. So it's a lot of bullshit. I mean, it's a lot of gay ass shit that most people don't care about. Like, I don't give a fuck about your emotes. Um, If I'm only giving you 50% of that shit, whatever. But what a lot of people were doing was you getting a lot of tips. Now, tips are not regulated by Twitch. So if somebody, so right now, if somebody wanted to to, uh, tip us, they have to go to, um, they have to click in our bio. They have to go to the thing, blah, blah, blah. It's sort of the same on Twitch, but it it's a little bit easier. But it's sort of the same. If they wanted to t- tip us right now, they have to go to you know our Streamlabs, this and that, which connects to our PayPal, and then they would be able to tip us. And we get all that money. Um, Twitch doesn't take any of that. And kudos for them for doing that. But YouTube's like, nah, fuck that bullshit. So you can't... A lot of times you can't even show your... Twitch's terms of service. Go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, but like Twitch's terms of service kind of cracks me up. Because, you know, like copyrighted music is a huge deal, but you can basically stream like softcore porn and they don't care. Like, (laughs) it's just what they care and don't care about cracks me up on well, there's no content ID for softcore porn that's why if there that's was true. they would that's true I guess so go ahead and talk yeah. All right. All right. but yeah, yeah. I don't know. so YouTube model's a little I, sweeter than I thought I yeah but yeah I mean I don't know yeah that's the whole thing where it's like but I, I really do think going forward like platforms like Patreon which may not be as popular right now yeah. But, like, the type of money people are netting direct from fans oh, yeah. that way is going to be the future. And then it's like, um, not to go on a crypto rabbit hole, but I think it will be a lot easier to pay people directly in yeah. the future and set up, like, direct yeah. payment rails. So, I think, yeah, I th- I think crypto will be a good alternative. Because even, like, Patreon and stuff's not foolproof. I mean, they ban, they kick people off of Patreon and ban bank accounts off of there all the time. I mean, but that's a good point because I think you know crypto will be a really good alternative for content creators to get get donations and stuff for their content. Yeah, not for nothing too, but I think um, especially with these blockchain websites, people are already setting up like websites that include bank addresses. Basically, yeah. you could watch someone's content and subscribe, pay them directly through the same website, and all their social media could be in there as well. Like. I seems to be you, the nice thing about Rockfin. They're not yeah, censoring anything. Already, you can tip them within the video. Yeah. And they're getting and paid they out in a cryptocurrency right? called Ray. Yeah, they're they're like um they're ahead of everybody else as far as I'm concerned in terms of their model. But it's like I also when you when you really think about it though, like the only thing Patreon's really doing is setting up an easy way for you to like set up tiers and get paid from your fans because like yeah. all the patreon page is is a multi-tiered subscription and then it just locks you out of like exclusive content if you don't subscribe to the highest tier yeah. but it's literally just a website with with uh, mp3s and videos that link to youtube it's not like they host the video the video is a yeah. private video on youtube and so when you think about that from like a you know, like, if you take Sam or any of these comedians we like, 
it's not because Patreon brought people to watch their shit. Like, they brought the people to Patreon. Exactly. So it's like, Sam's kind of already been, and Sam's also ahead of the wave, I think, a lot. You know, having his own website, having his own content, mm-hmm. driving people off the platform. It's too hard in the center. And he's, he took a lot of his stuff off of YouTube, didn't he? Yeah. Or he's not posting on YouTube. Because I think they, like the, they were fly, he said they were flagging him for shit that was on there from a long time ago. And, yeah. and it's like, and I totally, I feel like I've listened to his podcast for a few years and he has had, had continuous problems on and off with YouTube. And when again, like now he's built up an audience that's like pretty sizable where he can like, where he should be getting paid fairly and, you know, be respected on the platforms he's using. And then it's like, especially when you have that leverage, I think he's, he feel like he has earned, right? It's like, why wouldn't you want people to just try to cut all this? Because it's really a headache, because it's a business at the end of the day, too. Like, not only are they giving you a strike, which is annoying, but that's all this money now you can't get off the video. Like, if you're getting 10,000 hits on a video, that sucks. So it's like... Or if they get age-restricted, that cuts off a lot of revenue, too, and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, but also too, like when you when you like the real shitty thing about the YouTube thing was like uh, when they like it was just very clear that like they weren't really consciously making decisions off of what they were banning, and they were just coming up with excuses after yeah. the fact. And like, uh, I don't know if they'll ever fix that. I, I really hope they do because YouTube is great. Like, that's the thing about YouTube because I'm a musician. I study try to study like platforms. And stats, and I don't know if it still is, but I bet you it is that YouTube is the number one platform for music in the world. Like, it's just there's so many oh, yeah. people on YouTube that it's such a valuable piece of real estate. And, you know, and the reality is too, it's fucked up. But the way the world is now, it's like YouTube being a company, it's like, and they own that platform which they built, like, they can set the rules for it. And that sucks. For people that want free speech to be a thing, but it's like if you study the actual legality of things, like right now, just the way things are, they're totally cool with doing that until it changes and they get treated like a utility or something where they, they're like defined as a public square and people have rights to that. You know, there'll be, there's going to be no end to the amount of shit they take off. But I also think they know that it doesn't look good for them. But they're running into issues with the alternatives, too. So I only joined Rockfin, like, maybe, I don't know, a month and a half ago or so. And I had never listened to Conspiracy Social Club before. So I started at episode one, and I've been listening all the way through. And I'm almost to the most recent episodes, and they just had Jason Burmis on to talk uh, 9-11 and everything the other day and they were using Vimeo to upload their videos for Patreon it was a uh, that show was mainly on Patreon they just recently moved it over to Rockfin and just having him on talking about that they got booted from Vimeo so now they have to be fully on Rockfin and their Patreon's done yeah I mean yeah, like Conspiracy Social Club great show fucking can't believe that shit. But I really hope, I think the tides are turning, though, in terms of, like, when you, like, you're seeing just, like, the mainstream news embracing these fringe subjects so fast, like, just the UFO thing, and there's a few others, that it really throws people off. Like, 
not to get into the whole thing that happened last year, but the fact that they re-embraced that initial conspiracy theory that they said was bullshit, and now all of a sudden it's over the news, like, and you have John Stewart going on the Colbert Report saying all that shit. Like, yeah. so it's almost like, um, they, like, it's almost like the narrative starting to flip to actually embrace that shit. And it happens so fast that it's hard for people to keep up. This might just be, like, a speculation, but it seems like, and I've always had a theory that they would go the path of least resistance, no matter what. So it's like, if it comes too costly and annoying to always keep shutting these people up, we might as well just tell them about X, Y, and Z. You've got all these other things. Well, Who yeah, knows? Like, but, go on. Good. No, I was uh, going to say, they're, yeah, go, they're go. giving the, the hardcore believers everything they want in, when they do these kind of things, like... Over the super Mark. Trumpies. Yeah, they're giving them, like, yeah. that John Stewart thing, obviously he had practiced that fucking speech. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't natural at all. And every all the Trumpies I know, like, posted on Facebook immediately, check this out. See, we told it's you that it was a lab it's thing, a blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, they got their win. Yeah. I mean, it's so on the nose. That That's what I always look at. I'm like, these things are way too on the nose. But I always, I'm trying to ask the question, like, why, why flip the narrative this direction now? And with all these things. Okay, well, like, here's, here's uh, the, the last thing I want to get into. Which, it, like, we kind of make a segue to it. Okay, so, Trump felt like he was an outsider looking in and then like a lot of us loved him because he was not quote unquote part of the establishment. But like, if you think about the idea that like, and this is kind of something that Sam believes, even um, if you listen to his uh, interview with Kurt Metzger, he talks about like Sam kind of believes that the Nazis didn't lose. And this is, and like Trump is sort of like an extension of the Nazis. And it really is like a a form of that. And it's not, and it, and it's not trying to be, uh, it's not the same form of Nazis that like your uh, everyday woke um, uh, critical race theory or critical gender theory person will uh, prescribe him to. But um, in the sense that, yeah, like. It's like real paperclip. Not yeah, like the, some legit in the like, extension. Exactly, like a legit extension yeah. of paperclip, them going to Argentina. And then somebody and you know what? I heard a theory too. I'm not hundred percent sure uh how far this goes, but um Japan too, like Japan had a so Peru had a Japanese leader for a while, didn't they? I think that they did. I don't know. I think that Peru for a while had a Japanese president for a while, and um, somebody Google that. Yeah, you got to look into that. But like, as far as I know, that Japan and it may not be connected to World War II and all that stuff, but it brings up some good questions. Like, it's like one of the first thing that pops up. (laughs) I think that explains a lot of the mess that we're in, not just. Trump or any of that shit, like, like literally since the end of World War II, if you take into account that a lot of the worst people that probably should have got prosecuted at the Nuremberg trials got the best jobs in science, technology, business, around the world, 
but mainly in the U.S., the USSR, and um, yeah, Probably I mean, China too. at this point, oh, everywhere. I mean, at this point, it's probably everywhere. But it's like the idea that yeah, that whole ideology never, like the, you know, the the Germany got defeated in World War II, but a lot of the people that we probably should have prosecuted got good jobs. Yeah. There's a lot of historical evidence for that. There's actually so much that it's almost absurd to me that like someone like Amy Jacobson or whatever her name is writes that book about paperclip. She interviews the the kids. They're oh, still yeah. alive and like nice mansions in Germany. And then she goes on Joe Rogan and talks yeah. about it and then like no one's faced. You know, right. I, I think that's maybe part of the you know, we we've literally drugged and stupefied people for so many decades that like it's just like maybe, you know, we're at a weird point where like they can tell people like pretty much the blatant truth about why we are with the way we are and not connect the dots and everyone just like no right, and just moves on. Like that's kinda what I noticed with the whole Navy thing with the UFO and it's like it's like no one gave a shit at all. Same thing with a lot of stuff that people should get like, even when the Edward Snowden thing came out, right? Oh, how many people didn't give a shit about that? And we're like, yeah. why would I care if so- who cares if they're looking at my shit? I don't have anything to hide. It's like, you don't care about the implications of that? It's like, bro, why? It's like, so even back then, I was just like, yeah, no one is even prepared to probably deal with what's going on. Well, and, uh, like the the thing I'll say about the, the Navy, right? So if you want to go uh, on some QS, some like Q shit. So one of the things that like Q believed was that... Um, there was a coup happening within the military between the Navy Marines versus the Army Air Force. And I think that uh, uh, Trump making a new branch of the military that was going to take over the space kind of pissed off the Air Force. Maybe purposefully. But the Space maybe... Force is underneath the Air Force. Is it though? Is it now? Has it always been that? It was started as a branch, I believe. It's underneath Air Force, so okay. it's like, and also I think the Space Force is something that's probably way long overdue, and that the Navy and the but Army like, uh, may- and the Air Force all have some space division. Like maybe, maybe they're mad. Maybe the Air Force is mad that like they don't get complete control over now because now they have to share the space with Space Force. Now, well, I also th- it's a stunt kind of though, man. It's like look at the guy who yeah, just came I out and kicked him out because he. Talk shit about like I agree. diversity training. This is a joke. It's like, oh, and then they kick him out of the space force. Yeah, that's army. It's like army. I don't think those guys have any. I don't think those guys have any power. I think they're treating right. it like a joke, like stunt that Trump set up, and they're never gonna like. Because if you take into account again, they've got black projects going on fifty plus years with all types of shit that probably are way levels beyond space itself. What Tesla and all of them are doing. We should. It's bring- like they're not gonna like let. Trump Space Force be the one to just put all that shit out there. Like, oh, of course not. Like, no way. Of course not. No, of course they're not gonna allow Trump to just like be like, "Oh, I made a, new, a whole new branch of the military, and now we're gonna control this whole thing." But maybe it adds an extra protection against it, against the Navy, because maybe so. So like when you talk about jets and fighter jets and all that shit, and like the people who go after quote-unquote UFOs or UAPs, it's typically Navy people because these are um, these are F-22s, F-19s, F-18s, 
F-18s that are coming off of naval ships. They're not part of the Air Force. They're all part of the Navy, typically. So maybe um, that's part of the reason why um, the the Air Force tried to... So maybe in the opposite direction, saying that like Trump is a part of the... Um, of the establishment they wanted this to be underneath the air force so that um they can kind of run um they can kind of run these these tactics on their on their side like instead of it being around by the navy now instead of seeing you know like the nimitz and all that taking over these ufo ufap uh, upa uap things maybe we're going to start seeing more air force people doing that What's up, Gear? Yeah. Not much, just found no seat. Didn't want to interrupt. No, you're good, man. Hey, how you doing? No, tell us. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm fucking busy. Everyone's moving to South Dakota for the love of oh, God. Shit. I hate it. Dude, yeah. I've lived around the Sioux Falls area my entire life. I have never, never seen this many people here. Like, I think the size of our town doubled. In the course of a couple months, like my town where I live, you can't even get a hotel room. Like everything, there's no apartments, there's no rental houses, there's no houses for sale, there's no uh, you can't rent a room from anyone. All the hotels are booked up. Like it's ridiculous. Well, we were just just, talking people. We were talking about um, first of all, we were talking about McAfee. It's relations mm. to Epstein, whether or not we think, um, and, and I'll, and I'll give you a little rundown or everything. And then we also started talking about, um, one of the main things that we want, kind of want to do with this, uh, swarm cast unofficial unsanctioned, uh, swarm cast is that, you know, maybe just kind of, uh, call bullshit on some of the, uh, guests that come on to Tinfall hat and try to prove their, their philosophy and um just as regular old people we're not researchers we're not book writers um we're just regular old well people. not all of us oh well i'm not a book writer anybody here wrote a book no i've done some researching suck dick i'm writing three <laughs> you're writing three books yep wow okay well as i right, um, take it back <laughs> well, as people who have not currently published any books, <laughs> we just kind of want to talk wait. about what we think might be bullshit, <laughs> might be real, and just uh, kind of go over different topics that um, is are prominent in the Tinfoil Hat community. So, real quick, podcast. I didn't do this in the beginning, but I got top three, or I got one more to add to our because we had flatter various fake history conspiracies. I would also add in anything that could also be disproved as a situation or situation of mind control or a subject alteration of consciousness. Like when you yeah. when you get into a lot of these um, experiential things that are fascinating, not to discredit any of them, but when you realize a lot of it is all perception, like a subjective perception, an experience that's not shared with anyone else. It's very outlandish. People have sort of a legal you know, mind control. Well, not to get yeah. too well, I, 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 I think everything is perception. 
Right. You know, Le- I mean, legal mind control. We all agree that the sky legal. is blue, but how do yeah. we all know that we're all seeing the same right. thing? Versus versus you know. illegal mind control, right? Illegal mind control would be like the government forcing drugs or something onto us to force us to do this, right? Or the more likely scenario would be like, which I think would be a lot easier, cost effective, and I think you can prove a lot of, there's a lot of wacky people out there talking about this type of thing, but there's also a lot of more credible, and there's also technology reference to it, but the V2K stuff, the voice to skull, where you can pretty much pinpoint, and they talked about 5G being Mm -hmm. useful in this, etc., um, people you think can that pinpoint Tesla someone's went through that. skull and beam. Yeah, you can beam any sound into their head. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you could you could beam any narrative, yep. any song, and start fucking with. And also, I think this is very true. Where it's like, you guys have all probably heard about the iceberg consciousness metaphor, where it's like, what's above the surface is all the shit we think we are, and then everything right. else is like the base code that runs us. Right. And so if you with TV, radio waves, whatever, subliminally start programming that baseline code, people start thinking, they always think they're making their own decisions. Right. But, like, they're probably not, after decades of not being aware of this happening. Like, it's another thing if you're aware this is a thing. That's the only thing you need to know. That well, it's actually a thing. But a lot of people never thought about it. So, yeah, and then you don't even need anything elaborate to kind of, like, train people over the course of five ten years to be a certain way so like if you so i was literally literally just listening to tim cast um tim pool about some lady that had defected from uh north korea and she talks about some shit Uh, where basically she didn't like uh when she finally made it to china at the age of 13, had to lie about her age, saying that she was 18. When she finally, she watched her mother get raped. She finally makes yes, it I to, know this South Carol- uh, to uh, South Korea. And they ask her, what's your favorite color? And she doesn't know how to answer that. She's waiting. She wants you to answer what her favorite color is. When we get to that point, man, like there's, there's going to be a, a time when we're not going to understand what our favorite color is. Your kid may not understand his favorite color or his favorite shape or why he likes something. Think about that with your children. So, and I think we're a lot closer to that than most people realize. Well, yeah, I would agree. I, I, you know, I, I sort of agree, but then I, honestly, I, I can to see her. it happening within the next couple of years. Nah, I mean, look, I listened to her. And I realized, look, we are, we, the collective, you, the guys, the people that are listening right now, like, we understand what's happening right now, but realistically, this shit's not really going to happen for another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Granted, I'll give you that it's probably accelerating faster than ever, and that um, you, the only reason you noticed it a lot more during Trump is because he stopped it during that time. And so there was a lot of pushback for it. So there was a lot of, there was uh, a way to show that like it was, it's, it's occurring. Now it seems like it's starting to exponentially get faster. I will agree with that. But when you see how bad it is over there, there's, 
you got to recognize that there's time for us to change. So, yeah. Hey, by the way, so we got a new guy over here. What's, uh, it's, uh, Warp. How you doing, buddy? We just been talking about uh, McAfee. Oh yeah, what's up, dude? A couple of the uh, um, topics that I brought up was that like um, Epstein didn't kill himself as a psyop because it, all it shows is that Epstein is dead, and you should probably think that Epstein is still alive. <laughs> the second part yeah. that we're well, talking about doesn't even matter. The whole well, the whole thing too behind it is so crazy. It, it right. gets you focused on literally the most meaningless part of the whole thing. Right. And no one cares about Ghislaine Maxwell and the case that's going on with her, which right. is actually like loads of information. That case has been going on. There's depositions, all types of evidence, crazy shit going on in the Cayman get, Islands. What was the, what was yeah, the official charge? I haven't seen charge? anything on Maxwell. Lately. Dude, the official charge was some garbage. It was like, um, you know, um, something about a, for, like something, just some basic shit about a minor. So something that she's going to spend five years in jail for. That's yeah. it. Of course. But meanwhile, the, there's no outrage to combat that because everyone was so focused on Jeffrey Epstein and the obvious sketchy shit about that whole thing. You know, where it's like, in all fairness, if you do the research on it, she's probably the ringleader. She's the one who's got the family ties and she's connected with the Mossad directly through her father. He they too. killed her father. But I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, someone who was, like, literally a trained operative right. since a kid. Right. We know, you know that she... Like, she's the powerhouse. Yeah, she's not here for life. We know that she owned yeah. um, submarines. She was a legit submarine, like, a legit submarine... Uh, pilot. Pilot. Pretty strange. Um, there was a TED talk about her doing... You know, this, you know, 10 years ago about her being a submarine pilot and basically showing you the outline of like her being allowed in the open seas with whatever credentials she need because she was getting funding by people that were trying to, quote unquote, clean up the water. So she gets she has carte blanche. Yeah, she can go here from there because she's, quote, quote unquote, a conservative, like conservatist. About the, did the you water. see what she said in her tri- in her in her deposition? They asked her if oh, she yeah. was a. She said she was a citizen of that one of the places she set up. I forget what the name was. It was like Terra something. She's like, oh yeah, I'm a citizen. Yeah. Like imagine how insane you have to be to be like, yo, I set up this imaginary country. So in a maritime, I think of also two maritime well, they, law. They like if you could. Yeah, they were like a totally that. internet. Yeah. She, she, so we know that she was a, a, a pilot, a submarine pilot, but like nobody talks about the fact that literally the closest island to Epstein's Island is an island that Joe Biden's brother owns and look it up. I mean, both these islands were purchased during, um, military auctions and bro- brother and uh, the brother of Joe Biden owns one of the closest, if not the closest, island next to Epstein's Island. And it used to be a military island. I thought island. Biden actually owned it. No, his brother owned I it. I think a lot of these I think a lot of these government officials and rich people have real estate in that part of the world because that's where a lot yeah, of, of wild shit is going on extra legally. And then plus if you look into like being closer to, you know, the South Pole and if that is really a bunch of super uh Secret, you know, research and development, corporate facilities. Schwab like and land. I've heard, right. 
And if they really built that out to be like some sort of super advanced society on Earth away from everyone else, no. of course you would have real estate there if you're a 50-year legacy politician or whatever he is. So I'm not saying that doesn't mean it's connected because I do think he's a fucking weirdo and I've seen all the videos of him sniffing people's hair. But I just think all these people are linked into like the same types of systems. Yeah. And, and it's bigger than just Rothschild that. So it's Island. Like, off the coast right. of Antar of uh, off the coast of Antarctica and Argentina, I mean these people and meet Thule each other Island, there. Which is the, yeah, yeah, and there's Thule Island. I mean, oh, there's, there's a bunch of these of like, islands. But yeah, like, but hundreds. The the only reason Rothschild Island uh, uh, sticks out to me is because it's right there by Antarctica, and it's a stone's throw away from Argentina. So like, of course so they've been doing some shady ass <laughs> shit there. Like the fucking Nazis, they went down yeah. to Antarctica. They did all this. Sh- they were able to get to Argentina no problem once they're on Antarctica. <laughs> it's literally a stone's throw away. If you look up Ro- Rothschild's Island, I mean, I'll bring it up on my fucking on my side if I have to. But I'm drunk. But if you can, if you want to look it up, like literally, these people. I've seen it on the G map. Yeah, it's right there. It's a stone's throw away the from the from the the southern tip of Ange- uh, of Argentina. And then and then in 1973, I'll bring that up again. I know I brought that up the other night, which was um 1973, um WikiLeaks re- reports that they had um, you know, 10 tons of pi- uh penguin pineal oh, glands. Yeah, penguin pineal glands going from Buenos Aires to New York Who City. Penguins? You doing that for the adrenochrome? You know what's crazy? I, I don't know if I I don't know if I brought this up last time, and this is totally probably like just nonsense. But you know the comic book, you know Batman the Penguin, right? Sure. I mean I don't know. That's like the same era, right? Seventies. I guess. I mean, I feel like back. Oh, ba- maybe. I think Batman started back in like the fifties or sixties. But when actually. did Penguin start? Yeah, when did the penguin uh, come in? The penguin was one of the first villains that uh, Batman okay. had, so it would have been right to... there at the beginning. Okay, so all right, guys, I gotta get going. All right, I'm bud. Cut you off. All right, great talking to you. We're gonna do this more, off. okay? Thanks nice talking you. to you, dude. Oh yeah, I'm definitely down to do it again. Please. I gotta get up early tomorrow, so I gotta take off. See you later, guys. Yeah, you gotta give yeah. the information that you learned today to the CIA. We get it. Yeah, nineteen forty-one. Yeah, no, like, two clean cuts, Steve. Yeah, I mean, well, we've we've had. I was going to ask. Yeah, go on. Real quick, how do uh, how do you guys all feel about now being uh, considered domestic terrorists? Because I'm sure that about just who? by being in this Discord. Oh, have you not heard Joe Biden's new rules for what is and isn't a domestic terrorist? I mean, I've or heard. Or a person of interest. Yeah, I don't know. I was just yeah. talking with comedians. Speculating on yeah. fake things. So, uh, I mean, no, no. It's it uh, basically if you are a straight white male, if you like America, if you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in the Second Amendment uh, or the First Amendment, uh, if you believe that sometimes the tree of liberty needs to be watered with the blood of patriots and tyrants, uh, then you are a domestic terrorist. Uh, if you believe conspiracy theories, 
Apparently, yeah. you're also a domestic terrorist. Basically, everyone's a domestic terrorist. Yeah, so I mean, I've been asking yeah, I don't need any of those requirements. Being a domestic terrorist now. Look, on this issue, we definitely have some of the progressives on our side saying that, look, for the most part, look, the very most progressives, at least they still believe in the Second Amendment. Okay? When that stops happening... Some of them. Well, the most most progressive of them believe in it. Yeah, a lot of Democrats bought guns last year, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean California yeah, is changing. I know. It made ammo fucking stupid expensive, <laughs> and they probably don't want to talk about it. But... Sorry, gone. No gear. Go on about that. Uh, about what? Just like ammo, know, or yeah, about like conservatives uh, and um, liberals and gun control. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying like, it's a the, the Marxists are all about guns. You know, Marxists. Uh, you know, that's yeah. one of uh, Karl Marx's teachings is that right. uh, the people should never give up their guns. Yeah. At, like, ever, ever. But there's a lot of the liberals that uh, only like guns when they're in the hands of the state. Right. You know, and think that the Second Amendment is talking about hunting rifles and shit like that. Okay, so... You know, that's the stuff that's annoying. Th- this will be the last topic that we get into today. And um, it's going to be a very broad subject, sort of. And I'm just going to go kind of in the way that I think that we should sort of go, which is, look, let's look at anarchism, okay? So our main main guy for anarchism, when I say our, I don't mean me specifically, because I appreciate a decent government. I want a decent government. A guy like Michael Malice, who I respect, listen to, Love all his ideas. I've read his book, The Anarchist Handbook. Um, these, oh, yeah. Big these Michael type, Malice fan here, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Michael Malice fan. But I, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. Like, I'll, I appreciate some government because I feel like we need certain things. Okay. Now, he'll say that these certain things can always be um, privatized which is true. But let's be realistic in the sense to say that we're going to tra- we're going to try to transition. So, we're a group. We're th- I I'm not the president. One of the five of us are the president, the vice president, the secretaries. Okay, so now we have three. The th- the four of us imagine the four of us are and in no particular order. So, in other words, we're not going to state who's who. But the four of us are the vice president, the president, the secretary of state, the speaker of the house, and let's pick like one cabinet member. Secretary like Secretary of offense. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Secretary of offense. Okay. So we're the leaders of the free world. We inherit this United States exactly the way it is. We will we uh, consider consider whatever the five of us say, and uh, and this is not a good way to approach um, a constitutional republic. Running a country, running this is not the, the a good way of saying. It, but let's just say whatever the five of us decide is the rule of law. Okay, okay. So we're the five. Uh, of the first off, no more speed limits. 
Second, <laughs> that's the first. Uh, once one. you turn sixty, you need to take a driving test every year. If you go too slow, you lose your license. Third, if you're standing in line at at a fast food place or a coffee shop, and you're standing in line for ten minutes, and you get to the front. And it's your turn to order, and then you look at the menu and think about what you want to do. <laughs> it is perfectly legal to beat you within an inch of your life. Okay. Those are my first three rules. Oh shit! That's fun. That's, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> now look. America's already a better place. Overnight. Look at that. I understand. And look, we are not. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, I'm an idiot. You guys, Second some of you guys are smart. No, yeah, suck dick. Some of you guys are smart. You're real. Like I have, That's I have a bachelor's degree. All right, so I'm decent enough. I understand. I have a bachelor's degree in international relations. Okay, I understand certain things. I understand. So does that certain... mean that you can hook me up with a hot Asian chick? Suck hey. dick. Okay, you the real question. No, no, look, look. I feel like that's a valid question. <laughs> oh, super valid. Are you okay. kidding me? Okay, look. Okay, the point of the point of what I'm saying is this: we're the rulers of the world. Like, what do we want to see for the country going forward? I'll start and say some certain talking base basic talking points, which is. If you want a legit talking point is tariffs. Like I'm all for tariffs. If you look through the early 1900s until now, you'll notice that since the Fed has been uh, created, our taxes have gone up and our tariff prices have gone down. And the reason for that is so that we can outsource slavery. So yeah, we, globally. Ha- we have legit slavery happening right now in our country. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen within the border country, but companies that run within the country are able to make slaves and have slaves and use slave labor. What is something oh, yeah. that we can do? Like in do, the private do, do tariffs work? Is what I want to know. Do tariffs work? I don't know. Do we know what tariffs are? Yeah. Okay. The sad fact of the matter is, I don't know. I haven't studied the long-term economics. Their day-to-day care, and that's the only way that you can affect most people's day-to-day is by making the products that are made by sweatshops and slave labor more expensive than stuff that's made here in America. Yeah. Yeah, you can I mean, do that through tariffs. You could change the leverage on a lot of stuff and make it more because that's the whole thing. Where there's too much incentive economically for countries to outsource labor, exactly, and that's happened over decades. Yeah. So since if they the, were to the, flip the that mid, I mean, like China has been starting this since the '70s. So like when we look at China, oh yeah, they finished like, the shit out of us. Hap- like China's been doing this for the last ten years. Nah, motherfucker, they've been doing this for the last forty years. Yeah. So, so look, is how, it? How do you think they got to be as big as they are so fast? Exactly. And is so so. Here's the thing. Are we are we willing to accept goods 
being more expensive so that we have a manufacturer class that will sustain, be able to sustain the amount of printing that the Fed does, essentially. Go on. I mean, to pull that off, you would need, I mean, because right now, like, we look at the pre-pandemic, I like how Jimmy Dore brought this up on last tinfoil hat, where it's like, pre-pandemic, man, it, like, most people couldn't come up with a $500 in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. Is most of the population is living under the poverty level, bit check to check. So when you look at a scenario like that, and then you tell people things are going to be more expensive, it's an easy sell to tell them, oh, we must do things so that things don't get more expensive. Yeah. And then that just gives them the, the reasoning to go even harder on this thing. Yeah. So like yeah. what they, like that, that's the whole thing, that's the conundrum, I think, where it's like, the, the environment which we're in right now makes it almost damn near impossible to flip the switch on that. It would have to be another increment because it's also too like this happened over the span of like 50 years. So like the idea that you would reverse this in a year or three years is ridiculous. Especially with you have presidential no, administrations true, every four years. No. Yeah. See, I don't think well, that that's it is true, true in the sense if the poli- real quick it is true yeah. if, if in my view the politicians are just working one and the same yes. and they're going to flip flop okay. back and forth you're right and then do this for four years and then do that for four years no, you're right, and then, you're right. you know because it's we, like because I've even just my my lifetime nothing has changed in my opinion the same people have run the shit since I was born okay so look I'm 30 how old are you young human I was born in 95 so I'm 26 okay so I'm 30, 35. So we're, there's a 10 year difference between the two of us. And what I have noticed is that during the early 2000s, it was the Republicans and even the early 90s, mid to early 90s, the Republicans were the ones that were censoring free speech. They were trying to get uh, rap lyrics, this and that. And then in the Early 2000s, what did we see? We saw the Republicans. Actually, that was Tipper Gore. She, they're Democrats. I mean, wasn't was I think it anyone Gore? who was like religiously so was conservative, religious, right? Though, so yeah, okay, it was but, like mostly the right, but there was still Tipper Gore was the one that was actually okay, getting. So there you go. Out, so but... it was Gore, but before that, maybe way. But before there was that, a lot of religious on the right. There, there was that, for that, the moral stance that gave them yeah. that gave them the prop like that that hooked them up. In order for him to get elected to do all that bullshit. Yes, you're right. It was Tipper Gore. So that's maybe part of the reason why. So, so, but it was a lot of the religious right that was trying to push this shit. And I, re- I totally remember um, Bush trying to pu- push this shit also, though. Right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, and Trump tried to tap that shit too, I think. Like that was, we saw a resurgence of that with Trump. Okay. But, I, so then we I see. Mean, so then, look with the with the um, with, as far as the um, the um, taxes versus tariffs thing. It's like um, a lot of this started early on in the you know nineteen hundreds, nineteen thirteens, that tariffs start to go up. And if you notice, too, like this was one thing about Armenia that I always found funny. So Armenia got invaded by the Ottoman Empire in 2015. Uh, 2015. In 1915. I was like, wait. In 1915. 
But before that, in 1913, Armenia's um, bank turned from like a, a, a like a, a their own uh, independent bank into a like a fiat currency that like everybody was getting onto. And maybe at that time they didn't want to get onto that, and that's why they were all slaughtered. You know what I mean? That's a very implicated. I mean, you can see that a few times in history, whether yeah. it's like whether the discrepancies are real with the leader or not, it's at the same time they're rejecting the Federal Reserve System. Yeah. That's very real. Well, one of the, one of the things, too, you brought up tariffs and uh, to offset the printing of money. <laughs> Would we really need to be printing as much money if all of our money wasn't going overseas to? other countries and purchasing things from over there if we're if we're making the products here yes then the government would be making money on the the side of the seller and on the side of the buyer okay yes and and i don't want to be one of those steve bannon nut huggers about that but steve bannon is one of those guys that talks about how we should be careful of um, just allowing all of our money to be out in the wilderness, basically. You know what I mean? It's not just about what oh, we print. Yeah. It's also about how our money is a, it, it affects the other countries. And so having a centralized Fed... Fuck, I feel... Fuck. I, I mean, feel that is like, just common sense, I feel sense, like though. a fucking faggot yeah. saying this shit. In some instances, if you do it in a good way, having the Fed is a good thing. Because you need to have you you need to be able to fix the income that that your country is producing. So you need to be able to handle how the country is um exchanging these goods. So like I said, I feel like a fucking idiot um protecting the Fed. But when it's not monopolized, when it's not ran by cocksuckers, I think it could be a good thing. Uh, I think I'm sorry. Only cocksuckers want that position. So it'll always be yeah. ran by cocksuckers. Exactly. exactly. I also would right. change, though, the fact that it's a private entity and it's not accountable to anyone. That's the I think thing. that's one okay. of the biggest problems yes. that we have going in our yes. country right now. That's is what it is. There's okay. not near enough transparency yes. and not near enough accountability. That's right. In the government. That's exactly what People it is. have been losing faith in the government it's and in too... the system more and more over the last about 10 years. Exactly. It's too pseudo one way. It's too much. It's too much where we're not able to, like the, the Senate is not able to control it enough. So it's too much in that direction. If it was in the sense that we can control it the way we need to. It might be good, but holy shit, like again, I feel like a fucking faggot saying that. Yeah, well, if you could really, I mean, the whole thing is like you can't just have an untapped currency. And the idea that you're going to trust private citizens to not lie about the numbers is ridiculous. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, it's like everyone. I do love the local economy. Absolute first power. Model. Yeah, absolute power corrupts assholes. Is the is what it should be basically. And I just think there's a lot of people because we always look at the big scale versions of it, but I think 
if we go towards a more local system, we'll see a lot of petty people trying to take advantage of that system as well, and they'll need a way to pretty much make sure that people aren't making decisions on selfish intentions and how to do that. I don't know. But I think that's why that, we yeah, should make accountability is the issue. Well, I mean, certain what is it, Philly? You can still challenge people to street fights and shit, right? There's a few places. He can do that in Washington State, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to do it and don't say anything. (laughs) I think it still happens. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too, like airing grievances for real, though, because, like, a lot of people can't really air grievances. But also, there's a problem with the amount of hatred people have built up with each other online. Like, you don't even know this person, you just know that they voted this way or that they feel this way about one issue, and so you hate them. And it's like, so, you're dealing with, like, a level of irrationality from the jump. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've always tried to... Oh, no, I was going to interrupt there. Go, go for it. No, I was just going to say, I always try to point out, because i got friends and family members on both sides of it, pretty much everything. And so it's like, I always try to point out to all of them, I'm like, you guys all want the same shit. You're just delusional, and you think that one side will give it to you, and the other one won't. Historically, neither side's going to do what you want. Mm. It's like, and so it's like, I try to point out that people mostly have common interests. And the few things they disagree about, they've been emotionally charged to think they're very, very important. But they're not. Like, these these are people in power that fade every four years, and you're over here like, like, let's get into it, but, like, dude, like, my dad has lost lifetime friends over oh, bar yeah. chats about politics, and it's just, like, it's sad, you know, it's just, like, I what the fuck's going on? I have family members that won't speak to me anymore because of politics. Yes, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you're just, like, listen, as much as we disagree on it, it's just fucking one thing, or it's a yeah. few things that really, in the grand scheme, aren't that important. Yeah, you why know? can't we all be civil still? You know, and the shitty thing about the whole, you know, not really being able to air grievances, I forget who said it, but one of my favorite quotes of all time is, uh, uh, those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's that's kind of the point that we're getting to, unfortunately. I mean, as much as, you know, I crack the jokes and whatnot about waiting to go red dawn on someone or you know getting ready for the boogaloo and shit like that really hope it doesn't happen you know really hope everything stays peaceful really hope that there's no fighting i really hope that we can all just collectively pull our heads out of our asses and come together and realize that we're all way more alike than we are different and there's way more of us than there are of them and then yeah, and I, we I don't t- need to put up with their shit anymore. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't know. This is my perspective on that. I'm not worried about that. Because I do really think that when you get out into the real world, you realize, again, that the majority of people... Like, I'm in a, I'm in a multicultural city. Huge percentage of Southeast Asians. we got all types of Middle Eastern people, Hispanics, Puerto Ricans. My neighbors are Colombian. It's like... If you go talk, like, nobody's walking around talking about who, what the politics are. They're just trying to get by with things. You can make the other oh, argument, yeah. like, oh, yeah. well, they're ignorant to the crazy things that are coming. But that's a whole other discussion. But I really do think that it, that's part of the psyop, is to get you to think that, yeah, everyone cares a lot about Divide this shit. Divide and conquer. 
Yep, I yeah, agree in with reality, you you go out into the real world, most people don't. Go on, Gear. I agree with you completely, but the problem is, is it only takes one crazy guy at the right place at the right time to spark off the powder keg. But in that same argument, it only takes one other crazy guy to fucking stop yep. him. So yeah, it's like, you know, because... How often do people actually stop you know, things. I just saw a, uh, I can't remember who posted it, but I think it was Higher Side Chats, actually, uh, posted on Instagram. Uh, this video, there's a social experiment that they were doing where they were, uh, it was a fake kidnapping, obviously, but they were, like, grabbing kids and, like, women that were walking right by right. this dark alley okay. and, like, bringing them into the alley. Yes. No one did a fucking thing. Okay, stop. Yeah, what are your thoughts about that? Honestly, Mine? in today's day and age, I can see it. No, I, I think oh, that that's sorry. 100% bullshit. I think that there's one guy, and the reason I think that's, that's bullshit, because there's one guy whose face is blurred. Why is that guy's face blurred? Because everybody else signed some shit to say that they're okay with it. And uh, for them to do that is uh, disgusting to me. Um, I would never sign my rights away mm. to be like um, a face on a show that like allows that. Um, yeah, that that it. Uh, there, there's no way they're gonna. Um, there's no way they're going to. Um, uh, what's the word like? Um, um, allow somebody to get hurt and sue whoever does that. Like whether it be a child, a child, or the person doing that. Like if you did that. In, uh, I swear to fucking God, I swear to fucking God, if you did that in my city of Montebello, California, if you do that in my city of Montebello, California, and you didn't have anybody sign anything prior, that guy would get his fucking ass beat. And I, and I say that for anywhere else in Los Angeles and New York and Chicago, that motherfucker gets I would his say that ass here too. beast right in front of me. Someone and, stepping in. Oh, yeah. South yeah. Dakota, they'd get shot. Done. So there's no that's but fake. See, like you create like a it's a psyop. That's that shit's fake. Whether or not it's a psyop or not is irrelevant. Um, I'm more um, affected by shit like Epstein didn't kill himself. Well, I believe Epstein. Well, I use that term loosely because it paints that it's part of like the things that paint that perception where that exactly. world of Epstein is hopeless. Where you're like, oh, and you see another video, just people just screwing people off the streets. No one cares. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, I'm assuming that video is not authentic and not authentic in the sense where it's like it paints a broad picture of what people would do. But it oh, adds into well that hopeless, well, it adds into the paranoia of like the whole situation. That's all I'd like to point out. That's only going to use that word with it because it's oh, useful no, no, with the it. narrative. I think a lot of this stuff is subtle. It's like yeah, it's like if there's one main point, and then they inter- they send you a YouTube video and this Twitter person and this video and this shit goes viral, and then they build up hype around this thing, and then they get everyone to implode yeah. on like. Yeah. So, so you know? my final point is this, which is, you know, I find myself arguing with uh, people on Twitter. And um, a lot of times these people that get promoted to the top of some uh, gay ass shit that gets posted have 10 followers or whatever. It's not. It's fake. In other words, most of the people that you're arguing online with on Twitter are all fake. Okay. 
So when you see a guy, does even if he has a thousand followers, I've got a thousand followers. When you look at me and I'm saying some fake ass shit, please believe that I'm fake. Just like when you see somebody that is trying to perpetuate some shit about critical race theory, critical gender theory, that shit is fake. It's not real. These people are either in bot pools that one or two people control thousands of accounts. So don't be duped. Just make sure that whoever you're arguing with online is a real person. Um, then, you know, I just don't argue online. I, I do it because it's fun for me. <laughs> but like. I'm not. Days I'm not gonna sit posted. there and, and and argue with somebody that's got to. The the thing that pisses. This is the thing that pisses me off the most, and I point it out often, which is, you have a prominent um, figure or you have a legit news source, and the first fucking thing that's promoted to the top is some fucking faggot that has some garbage something that has 10 followers and they have like, um, you know, some bullshit about critical race theory or something. And like that shit gets promoted. To some hot take. I hate that. I'm saying faggot because I don't give a fuck. Sorry. Nobody <laughs> else in this, nobody else in this chat said that word. I'm Dave, Sarah, the only person saying the word faggot. Because it's all fucking shit. It's all garbage. So you know what I have to say to that, Dave? I am in the same realm as Morgan Freeman with I won't say it just so we can post this and have it not get taken down immediately, but uh, what Morgan Freeman says about people saying the N-bomb, you know, the only thing that gives it power is us giving it power. Okay. Well, us saying it's well, a That's a whole nother. Yeah. Look, I'll say one thing. Uh, I don't want <laughs> to butt into your shit, but I'll say one thing about this, which is I don't say the N-word as much as I should. I don't say the K-word. And I don't say, I pretty much just say, don't say the N word and the K word only because the other words are like homonyms. If it's a homonym, like chink, spick, spicks a little bit there on the, 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 like spick and span. Like they get, if you say faggot, retard, those I'm okay with the N word and the K word. The only reason I don't use those words is because. It's not involved in homonyms. And I'm really sorry to say that shit while you guys are on camera and all that stuff. Yeah, you're getting us all canceled in the future. But, like, I'm... Like, this look is my channel. This is me saying Ending that. careers before they start. Dave Sarah. This is me on the Dave Sarah YouTube saying that. None of these people believe that. All I'm saying is that if it's a homonym, I'll say it. If it's not a homonym, I'm not going to say it. Faggot, no problem. Well, Retard, no, homonym, no problem. But... Chink. No problem. Spick and span, you're close. No home. The rest, N word, K word, I'm not going to do it. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just. I'm I, sorry. It's one of those I'll things I'm like, I pick my end. battles, man. Okay. I just. But it is a whole thing about equally. we do give power to words. We give them necessary It power is a problem. Sure. Yes. It is a problem. But, like, again, I'm not trying to. Um, like if me using the N word really pisses somebody off a lot, um, then I'm just I'm not gonna do it. Like I I hate the, the, the hey, that that's you a fact. can't control how other adults react. Right, but I'm in the sense I'm in the I'm in a point where I'm almost in entertainment. Like I want to entertain people, and so I'm getting to a point where like my I want I want as many fans as I can. 
and I'll and I'll under and I understand that and call me a fucking homo for doing that. But like I'm just I'm no not gonna, like I in the la, in my last DJ and Dan episode I said I, I said it. the N word twenty times with the hard Dang, ER. Dave. But like the Dave, point, what are you doing, Dave? Good. But the point is that like that that's not like I'm not trying to portray that to other people. Like I, I understand this is a it's a hard topic, meaning we shouldn't give power to these words. But in the in the next sense, like if it really does offend you, like I'll either take your money or I'll say I'm sorry. So if you're not taking their money, you can say whatever the fuck you want. But I want their money. So I'll say I'm sorry. Yeah, well it's like you wanna make the most people laugh as possible. It's like it's one of the, it's only one word. You can literally have a whole other fan base back you. But it's like it's like that's the whole thing. It's like risk cost based assessment too. You like oh it's one thing I could just eliminate and probably get a lot more fans. I don't know. It depends on what it's worth to you, but to me, it's not worth them. It wouldn't be worth that much just well, for the freedom of saying. Because I'm like, be, you know, it used to be difficult because like people used to call me sand nigger. Okay, so like people would call. You're, me, yeah, you're Armenian. I'm so. Armenian. Yeah, and my first response would be like, I don't think there's sand. That's not in even Armenia. the right insult. There's not. There's no sand in Armenia. But like, I would be called a dune coon or a camel jockey. Like, I'd be called these things. Never heard that one. Dune Coon is my favorite. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I've never heard that one. So, like, so that's the thing. Like, again, I'm sorry I used the word, but this is a this is a legit thing in my life that, like, people have called me that. So Yeah. Well, you can flex that. You should I don't flex want, that. That's honestly. not about me flexing if it. That's, real. Why, that's the problem. Like, I'm not well, trying not to flex do it, that. but you know what I mean. I get that. Use it in the context that it needs to be used. People have called me a sand N word. I'm not gonna like make yeah, it the thing again because and then like and, and I use it in my try to use it in my stand up every once in a while and it never works. So, so you're gonna I, get more tan. But at some point, it's <laughs> like okay, I, I'm not. I don't want to just do this for the shock value. If it's helping people understand a certain point of view, then okay. But I'm not gonna just do it for the shock value. So, with that said. You know Let's what you, through- you could do, Dave? What's that? You could uh, just say that you're Polish because apparently the Polish are considered people of color now, so that would give you a pass. That's impossible. Well, no, right? it's it's the no, it's right? Sla- all the Slavics. That's all Slavics. Apparently. Oh, I got yeah, some Slavic. The Polish are considered oh, people yeah. of color. Right, so all Slavics Ooh. are now considered people of color, and this is an argument that I use online on on Twitter. You tell me I'm- when I when they say uh, to check my white privilege, I say, "Bitch, I'm fucking Armenian, and the Armenians have been owned by the USSR, which is a um, which is a slot, which has been um, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, not sacrificed. What's the word? Slavic per- per- empire. Per- Wait, what? Soviet." Yeah, what the persecuted the the, the, the USSR persecuted the Armenians were part of the so we're technically oh, yeah. a POC. We're technically a POC according to peopleofchange.org. Oh, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yes, just like and the same way the that the Slavs are. The Slav like just the same yeah. way that the that the fucking um what is it that the uh the uh, the Polish are. The same way the Polish 
are considered POCs, so are the Armenians, because we were ran by Russia. Well, since we're on the topic, we're I better apologize to all you guys now, because my ancestors are uh, the Vikings and the Swiss. So I, my ancestors were either fucking you guys up or not caring. No, that's okay. Sorry. No, I mean, the Vikings got there too, I guess. All right, here. This will be yeah. the last topic. I got to give for you guys sure. props, though. You did rob the Vatican back in the day, so that was pretty sweet. And you know, that's like. be held down by no one. All right, yeah. so we've gone almost about two hours with this. This will be the last topic. Okay. My favorite topic is giants. Okay? So l- let's I'm go. I'm glad let- you brought that up. I want to know. Everything you guys have to know about Giants, we're going to go uh, person by person. I'm going to go first, which is the first I learned about Giants was uh, G.E. Kincaid, uh, Kincaid's Cave from um, Arizona, the Arizona Gazette, right? And uh, he said that he was part of the Smithsonian, but later to be found that the Smithsonian dismissed all of his findings. 1906, there was an article written. Apparently, he found some possibly giant's bones, but really what's inside the article is more like ancient Egypt, Egyptian-style artifacts. Um, so when he was asked by the paper, he said that he was part of the Smithsonian. Smithsonian has denied that ever since. The, the giants we have, the red-headed giants are some of the most... A known sort of like race of the giants that you kind of want to say whatever. Lots of stuff going on with the redheaded giants, including the adulterer letter. Right, your if your child comes up with redhead, um, most likely you were killed. You're like a red, you redhead stepchild. Chances are you're part of the, um, you know, you're a part of the adulterer class. But really, what we understand is that, like the redheaded stepchild, the uh, the giants have, they have, um, they have DNA in every single human that lives today. So um, let's start with that. Any one of you guys? Well, uh, do you, uh, Dave and Perm, remember Wayne's World from the last Discord? Of course. I always Perfect. thought I always thought I always thought that he was controlled opposition. That guy. Uh no, actually, uh, I got his number. Me and him have uh, actually been chatting quite a bit since we are going to be doing a podcast together, uh, hoping to be launching here in September or October. Uh, but our first episode is going to be on giants. So I wish he was here because he's got a lot of notes about it, and I'm a little messed up. But uh, there are a ton of giant burial sites around where I live. I'm out, you know, obviously South Dakota, Midwest. Minnesota is full of giant sites. South Dakota is full of mounds. And if you know anything about the Indian burial mounds, it's believed that a lot of them are actually giant burial sites. It's a hell of a lot easier right. to throw a bunch of dirt on top of a giant than to dig a hole, drag a giant in it, and then fill it. Yeah, you know? no, you would just bury 
the giant over the mound, of course. Mm-hmm. I also have an interview lined up with one of the guys that was on the team, if you guys have heard about the Kandahar giant that happened in uh, the Kandahar province in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, I've heard oh. that, but like... I've heard I, about some Middle Eastern giants. That's, that's it's, some uh, shit. It's Amy What the Fuck's uh, cousin is, uh, is the guy. Uh, apparently he was involved wait, in wait, say uh, that again? the team. Amy says what the fuck. Okay. Look, I really like uh, Amy says what the fuck, but I'm going to just say, you know, just be careful about, you know, these people. Okay. Anybody who writes if a book, is, anybody who writes a book about this shit, just be careful. And I like Amy and doesn't get whacked. I like Amy. I really do like her. I really do. She tried to get me into Rockfin, full disclosure. You know, so I really like her. Just be careful about anybody who wrote a book ever. Uh, well, I second uh, that. I, you guys know about how Giants started, right? Uh, they're actually the Nephilim. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah Nephilim. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Yep, six fingers and toes. Well, also, too, we got to look at... So, you say Nephilim, and I just want to point out one thing, which is make sure when you're talking about giants, if you don't bring up the Epic of Gilgamesh... Oh, yeah. If you don't bring it up, the Epic of Gilgamesh, I don't want to hear your shit, doggy. Because that's OG. Dude, that's Pindar right there. It's true. That's fucking Pindar giants. Yeah. Well, the other big thing, too, is I have been out to the uh, Rosebud Native American Reservation three times. Each time I've gone out there, I've spent a week out there, and I've been out to uh, Pine Ridge once, but I spent two weeks out there when I was out there doing uh, mission trips. I've spent a lot of time with uh, with tribal elders and whatnot. I'm actually, they're helping me write one of my books. Um But every single Native American tribe in North America all will tell the exact same story, regardless of what tribe it is, about a time when all of the tribes had to move together to fight the giants that were man-eaters. Right. And then try to wipe them out because they kept killing all the different Native American tribes. Okay, look. So... It's but everything I, I, I like of what kind of Native American people they are, you know, Apaches, fucking whatever. Go on, Young. Is it possible that there's a story that they all tell, or they all have cohesively? Yeah. That they just tell to the white people. Is that okay? Look, a possibility. And going going along that, you like uh, how Australians tell people about drop bears. Yeah, exactly. Or like well, ledge, ledge dog. Yes, yes. Why would they the tell thing. us the truth? Yes, based okay, off so look, how they've been treated. <laughs> let, let me put this uh, scenario out there. Um, let's look at the 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 real life tangible things about what we look at when we talk about giants, redheaded giants in specific, redheaded people. Let's forget about the whole kick a ginger thing. Okay, because that's like a 2021 or 2000 thing. Nah, bring that back. But before that, we need to bring that back. But before that, the redheaded stepchild, right? Redheaded stepchild. Everybody hated the redheaded. This is 
This is before everybody and this is before anybody knows that the redheaded stepchild is like the the step the redheaded gene is like spliced into every single one of our um it's like spliced into every single person's DNA. Anybody can have the ability to to have a red a redheaded child. And when they used to see this shit back in the past, what would they say? Like, oh, you were an adulterer. So let's put that red-headed, um, you know, the logo on you. Let's stamp you as a fucking tramp. And, like, that's, I feel like that's a lot of where the negative connotation comes from it. Before that, so, like, that, that, that only just continues into the red-headed you know, like the kick a ginger day or whatever. And it's all just goes back to that shit. That's one that we need to bring I'm, back. Well, I don't know if this means kick anything, but the first chick I made out with in like middle school uh, was redheaded. And so I don't know if that I don't horny as fuck too. They're, she, ho- she they're tried always to. horny as fuck because they, nobody wants to fuck them. <laughs> Right, because they're all they're I'm all sorry. haters. No, no, that's not true. That's okay. not true. I don't know. But she did really. I don't know where she did. Redheads. All right, go on, gear. That I would disappoint so hard. What'd you say, Dave? No, I was saying uh, go on, gear, about what you were saying about you you denying the fact that. The red-headed stepchild may not be the, you know, the predominant reason oh, as no, to no, why. No, no. I think it's well, actually like... Arguing with that. On, I yeah. was arguing with you that no one wants to bang redheads. There are no, smoke show redheads I, that I, I don't think... Oh, there's why, so though? I, dude, Red's I'm, my favorite color. I'm, I want to fuck a, a fucking redhead so goddamn hard. They're so fiery. Goddamn, <laughs> I just want to... Mm. All right, so Young, what do you think? Well, I was going to say the whole redhead thing is also interchangeable with like any sort of negative anomaly in people. It was like possessed, yeah, they're yeah, vampire, yeah. whatever. It's always like the Witches. cursed kid. Right. But also, hold on, we had the Catholic Church ran shit back in the day, and they were always prosecuting people for fucking every witch thing. So it's like every witch and whatever thing. And I think it was just another easy way to mark someone as different and different was always considered bad but i also think the whole giant to go back to the whole giant thing where it's like the smithsonian obviously covered up they probably own all of the shit that has to do with that and they still have it yeah just and also i don't know if this is another rabbit hole but just thinking of like the honeycomb earth theory where it's like there's a lot of potential real estate basically underneath the ground that's obviously where they'd be kicking it at. Just saying. And we'd have no idea. <laughs> there is a lot of uh, unexplored Earth yet. So I would like to yeah. add, uh, because of the, uh, the podcast and everything that uh, Wayne's World and I will be doing, uh, I will actually be going to Minnesota probably in that August, September area to go visit a bunch of giant sites. If anyone wants to meet up and go visit oh, a bunch man. of giant burial sites. The only thing that sucks is it's in Minnesota and it's hard to carry. The only thing that sucks is that you guys are a psyop. No, I'm just joking. I love you guys. What? Minnesota? No, you specifically. No, oh, it's, me? It's just a joke. No, yeah, you and uh, Wayne. Yeah. 
It's all a joke. I can it's show you how I'm not a psyop. Uh, I can. Can I show you guys the most redneck thing I've hey, done? Yes, uh, prove to me like, you're not month. a psyop, dude. That should yeah, be can, one of our. Okay, hold on. Be, before we get into this real quick, and uh, that's, uh, again, that's the new game show. Yeah, well, so, exactly. Yes, sir. Look, Gare, I'm just joking. We love you. Rapid fire questions. I we invited you on here because we know that like you're fucking cool. We wanted to go back to the old days of the uh, tinfoil hat um, swarm cast OG. We love you, but this is just a joke in the sense that you know this could be a thing where prove to me you're not a psyop, right? So like, all right. Let so me like, show you the most redneck thing that I have done in the last about, I'd say. <laughs> that is a bruise shit. Well, all year, actually. Hey, so cut the bullshit. This new store had opened up in my home, in my <laughs> town. And uh, it's my new favorite store Reaver Arsenal, new gun store. Guy makes wow. sick custom ARs. This I'm motherfucker to get a job over there. This Sounds motherfucker like is gonna to fucking me. promote his goddamn shit and say he's not a goddamn like That You gonna use that as say, not being a hey, sire? You know what's not redneck? You know what's not redneck as fuck? I'm Wearing a headset. I love you, buddy. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> the headset gave it away, It's the worst. Dave, the worst. you guys remember Swarm Pup? Of course. Swarm oh, got so a new cute. collar today, and it got a new vest. Bro, you're basically Sweet. Reddit in the form of uh, the Swarmcast right now. You're showing us r.aw right now. This is, you just keep going more oh, and yeah. more into He's a the, cyborg. You're going more and more into the, um, you're going more and more into the deep state. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, this doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't help oh, your well, cause. This I hurts your that cause. Because it matches my new gun. Oh, here we go. With the fucking gun. Shh. Yeah, right, bro. Right, what? Show us your gun. What does it look like? <laughs> oh, it's a uh, FN 509. With an We've done literally on it. everything to okay. get banned Hell on yeah, YouTube done. in the stream. Perfect. Show us. Dude, what are your talking points? Like, you want to show us your talking points too? Oh, uh, my yeah, God. Yeah, we <laughs> No, All right, I, I, just love fucking around. I love gear. I'm fucking around. You're cool. Nobody here thinks that you're part of the psyop. Nope, I'm definitely on a watch list. Well, that's not good. Yeah, probably. none of us no, are. It's not, but you know, my FEMA camp will be the most fun FEMA camp. You say that now. I mean. I'll make it the most fun. Human we game. love you. All right. So, all right. Last you, thing. Dave. This is gonna be the legit last thing. So we're into this two hours and ten minutes. I'm gonna like five more. Third time that we've got the last thing. All right. Here's the last thing. Okay. So the guy, you guys haven't been here since we talked about this, but I want to know, um, perm gear, and then what is that warp? I want to know what you guys think is the most bullshit. Um, conspiracy that has been pre presented to Tinfall cast in the last few years. You could go back, you know, as far as you want. The Bishop Larry Gators is a little bit of like a hack right now, but oh, give me some other ones. I want to know yeah. what you think are some Jesus. bullshit. <laughs> Hold on, we'll start with Perm in a sec, but give me some. What do you think are some bullshit ass topics that have been talked about on Tinfall Hack podcast? Perm. 
I've taken shit from people for this, and at the same time, I've been rooted on, but anybody who really puts, like, everything they do into numerology just fucking makes me cringe so much. I'm just like, come on, man. Hell like, yeah. you know, base your life off a bunch of fucking numbers. It's just, it, I got into it with somebody on one of the temple, <laughs> like, uh, live streams or whatever we were doing one night. Hell yeah. And it's, I don't know, man. It's, nonsense to me and i know that has to do with gators a lot too but i, I wasn't even you. going for that because i see it outside of gators and it's just terrible all right gear what do you think uh the uh the, well there was that one gal that was all everything's a psyop yeah uh which know, one though 11 is a psyop and then the whole mountains are melted buildings yeah, from tataria well, that one was a little out there i mean I'm one of those guys, though, that I, I'll listen to anything. Yeah. You know, I'll sit there and for the conversation, you I'll entertain like the Sam idea right now. for the fun of it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I believe it. Good. You know. Warped? Yeah, it, it, it is a lot like Sam. Warped? Uh, yeah, I'm tired of the old Tartaria thing yep. being pushed. And, uh, and just like the... A lot of the traditional flat earth stuff is just, it's blown yeah. out. Okay. So yeah, let, let's go. I'm going to, we're going to be, we're going to go five seconds over this real quick because we talked about this before all you guys joined, which was when we talked about Tartaria, it was that we understand a lot of, some of us, a lot of us understand that when you look at the current state of what's happening today, you could kind of see how they're lying to people about history, right? Like you can see it. It's mm -hmm. not that crazy. Oh, now, yeah. is everything? I asked my young, my youngest brother just graduated this last year. I asked him what they teach him about history. Like uh, I asked him what they taught him about nine eleven, and I'm just sitting there laughing in my head as they're telling the shit. Like it's just ridiculous that they start young like that. Right. You know, and so, then you grow up knowing that, that that's true. And everything that everyone else tells you, oh, they're just a crazy old guy. They don't know. Right. So what we want. So now that everybody's here right now, this is this is going to kind of be part of the core. You you guys um, and whether or not you're here now or in the future. We want to look at some of these things that go on during uh, Tim Foyle cast and maybe call bullshit on some of them. Um, me personally, you were saying Tataria. Tataria is one of those things that started sort of like with the... Um, remember when we had the JonBenet Ramsey episode? And the JonBenet Ramsey yep. episode turned into... JonBenet Ramsey was fake. And then it started sort of turning into... Um, a lot of things were fake, like... 9-11 uh, and then it started turning into all of history is fake and then Tataria is fake now look Tataria has some shit to it that looks like it could be legit for example um, legit like organ like playing the organs to possibly help your organs some of that shit might actually help Right, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. fall away from that. Everything being melted, like we, we, we've looked at Randall Carlson. So Randall Carlson thinks that like it's a 
ice thing that came and fucked up everybody. If you look at Robert Shock, Robert Shock thinks it's the sun that fucked up everybody. So who knows? Um, maybe Leo Carlson says at least five world changing. Yeah, events. yeah. May, maybe everything melted. Isn't, who knows? Isn't maybe it they did. To be the last one though. But but the thing one of the is, times it could have melted. Yeah, who knows? Maybe things did melt. Um, well, how how into ancient history and ancient civilizations are all you guys? Well, dude, pretty into them. Because like that's my about my biggest thing as of late. You know, we're, if we're you, into if it, you look dude. into like Egypt and Babylon and sure the Sumeria and all that shit. You know, Sumeria, the oldest known yeah, civilization. Even into like, that they were like there, so, but... so, no, it's right. uh. Yeah, I'm so going to get on a tangent. So for the next time, let's think about this shit. I appreciate you guys. Let's go with some plugs here. Hey, Big Perm, give me give me your plugs. Get in there, buddy. I don't have any plugs, man. I just appreciate <laughs> all the, of course. the time that I spend with you guys. It's oh, been a long time. I miss the old fucking tinfoil oh, hat groups that we used to Hell yeah, we're going to have so. times. All right. Good times. Anybody we else all gotta got, meet up got, in the woods sometimes. Still, you guys got any plugs? Gear? You got any plugs? Got some plugs. Uh, I'm gearhead on pretty much everything. Breed, uh, Swarm Pup has his own Instagram. If you guys want to follow that, it's a psyop. He posts more often than I do. Warped. No plugs. Well, young human. I just put out a new album like 19 days ago. <laughs> Find it on SoundCloud or anywhere. Hell yeah. That shit's on URL.it slash YH. Y-E-U-N-G. And Drunk, you got anything to say? All right. This is the first time I've ever been. Oh, the album's called one. Good. All right. <laughs> So thank you very much for coming. My name is Dave Sarah. Come back to us. We'll be back. I'll let you know what's going on. In the meantime, dude, check your...